Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Sunday, October 22nd, 2017. This is episode 123, Selfish Instructors, a guide for parents, families, and students. When I come up with the material for a lot of my podcast episodes, I like to hone in on the people who would benefit most from an episode. I don't like to make things into a rant on society. Rather, I always prefer to educate. I've been thinking about this particular episode for quite some time because I was thinking about the teachers out there who I found to be selfish. And then there are private tutors, there are private instructors, there are coaches, there are people in so many different forms of instruction out there that there was no other way to title this episode than Selfish Instructors. And my goal today is to explain who these people are and why you need to be aware of them. Simply put, a selfish instructor is someone who simply is looking out only for themselves, only for personal gain. Now, there may be some people out there who are selfish instructors and don't even realize it. And we'll get into that today as well. But I want to share a few scenario with you today because I think you might be able to relate. One of the most important things whenever you're going to get extra instruction of any kind, that is instruction that is beyond what a student would normally receive in school and usually something you're paying for. It's very important to know the instructor inside out. Who is that person? I can't begin to tell you how many people decide to get music lessons for their child and they know nothing at all about the background of the instructor. Nothing at all. The first thing you should want to do when you are going to enroll your child into a sport, you're going to get them, uh, let's say, classes in karate or dance lessons or music lessons or tutoring. The first 
thing you are entitled and sh to do and should do is simply ask the instructor questions about himself or herself. And anyone who's offended is not someone you want. Because any quality instructor would want to be transparent enough to answer the questions you may have. To get an idea about the type of instructor they are. What's their background? Now, obviously, you can do your own research, but that doesn't always work out. There are some people who are very, very good at keeping their information uh, off the internet and like to stay under the radar, and that's fine. But it's important that you ask these questions, and I'll say, I'm going to tell you why you need to know these the answers to these questions. You need to know because you need to find out truly what are the motives behind this person. My motive in education is very simple. I want to inspire people, motivate them. I want them to I want to guide them and steer them in the right direction. And never, ever, ever look out for my own selfish needs. Never. Always doing things, saying things, providing advice for the best interests for the child. So, that's my mission. Is it the same mission of all the other instructors out there? You be the judge. Let me give you some situations. Let's take a dance instructor. Is the dance instructor concerned about your child and his or her development in a positive, constructive way where your child is going to feel good about himself or herself after the lessons or is it abusive are the classes such that everything is negative reinforcement is the instructor more concerned with that recital in May putting all kinds of stress on the child which may actually be a result of the shortcomings of the instructor themselves and the fact that that person didn't budget their time appropriately didn't connect with the kids may have picked a program that extended themselves simply too far and now they're in a hole Take, for instance, a private tutor. And tutors on diff in different areas can be very costly. Is that tutor absolutely helping your child 
with all of his or her needs in the particular area. Is that person doing it the exact same way and preparing for the sessions or is this someone who you can clearly see is not really that interested in the development of your child? Does that person get completely off topic at times or are they able to stay on task? See, what I like as an example, when I teach, I will often use stories or suggestions or experiences, and they eventually tie into the point that I'm trying to make for the student. I use analogies a lot to try to tie it into real life experiences that may not have anything to do with music or something musical, but not related to whatever we're doing at that particular time. How about sports coaches? Is that sports coach truly interested in the well-being, the health, and the development of your child? Or is that person only interested in a championship in their sport? Is that person only interested in the team? Is that person only interested in the team to the point that your child is nothing more than a cattle in the middle of the field? which is being prodded every so often and not in a nice way. Is your is that coach asking your child to lose extreme amounts of weight or gain immense amounts of weight to satisfy certain weight classes in such a way that can be quite bluntly it can be very very unhealthy. Years ago, I'll never forget this, and I, I just shook my head. There was a student who wanted to be a varsity football player so badly, and the football coach had the audacity to say to the student who was, this student was in great, I mean great physical condition. And the coach actually said to the person, well, if you want to play varsity next year, you're going to have to put on 50 to 60 pounds. I mean, are you serious right now? And this person, their frame was, body frame was maybe about 170 pounds or so. That was their body frame. Now they're going to be at 220. And potentially... Depends on the person. Everybody's different and their metabolism is, is all different. How are you going to put on 50 to 60 pounds? There's no way in heck you can put all that on with muscle. It's not going to happen. Not that much. So are you going to be feeding the child like a horse now? <clears throat> or the other extreme where you're going to be starving them to death? And for what? 
so your child can fill a need for a coach who's being selfish because that's a well that's what a coach would be then is that coach is being selfish because they're not looking out for the best interests of the child to say the only way you're going to make this team is if you become an offensive lineman on my team are you out of your mind and what's worse are the parents who agree to it and they think this is absolutely okay it's not okay on any level anything any activity being done that's going to harm a, a person physically mentally or emotionally you need to get rid of that instructor get rid of them and find somebody else go running running to the hills as quickly as possible and find some other instructor and if it means, unfortunately, that you may have to transfer schools for your child for their best interest, then so be it. The amount of pressure and stress placed on children on an everyday basis unnecessarily is absurd. And instructors that do this for their own selfish gain should be fired and should not be allowed to be in that position of authority. And I see it time and time again. Oh, I, I didn't even get to music. How about the, the marching band instructor? Who is putting someone absolutely not in any way, shape, or form cut out to play a certain instrument and is forcing a student to play that instrument because of their physical appearance. Because they have a need to fill. Yes, we always have needs to fill. We're always going to need low brass players. We're always going to need certain specialized instruments. But it needs to be done in such a way where you know it's beneficial for the child. I had a student many, many years ago who's now in his mid-20s, one of my finest students of all time. He was a trumpet player who was mediocre at best brilliant brilliant student and I had to have the heart-to-heart -heart discussion with him and say listen you really need to switch to the French horn and he fought me on it and I said I'm telling you this will be the best thing that you could ever do as I proudly say he plays professionally now full-blown music degree in education and plays the horn professionally now looking out for the best interest of the child. Did it gain for me personally? Of course it did. Because I, I wound up having another horn in my ensemble. But did I do it for that reason? Absolutely not. And if it meant that there were no students equipped to play that instrument for that year, well, guess what? We're just going to have to do without horns then. You need to be proactive in making absolutely sure that you're not holding on to instructors, retaining instructors, keeping instructors, and allowing instructors to be in your child's life if you know deep down that this is not good. This is not good for them. We need to change our mindset 
You need to do your homework. You need to do your research. You need to ask people. You need to find out more information about these instructors. Heck, I would ask the instructor if you can sit in on a practice, sit in on a class. Anyone who's transparent enough won't have any problem with it at all. I happily allow people to sit in on lessons. Now, I got to be honest, I don't like a parent just sitting there and staring the entire time, every lesson, because that's awkward for everybody. But every so often, I have no problem with it. So they know what's going on in their child's lesson? Absolutely. Do your homework, do your research, don't wind up with a selfish instructor because it can be have horrible long-term effects on the development of your child.